0: Hey everyone, it's Jess from Daydreams and Tea. Every week I'll be dropping a new episode, so make sure you hit that follow button and join the party. Let's get into it. back to daydreams and tea it's your host Jess here today is a very special episode and we're going to be diving into a new topic of society's double standards um but today i have two brand new guests here with me um from the wild thoughts podcast afi and kat welcome ladies thanks for having us thanks for having us (laughs) first off i want to say i really like your guys's podcast like your energy is really good together. thank Um, you thank you that is so sweet not know like about you guys like why did you you know what inspired you guys to start a podcast together and like talk to us a little bit more about it as well
1: well on my like for me I think it was like Kathy and I would always sometimes like on the side have discussions and we both like like talking and things and we joke (laughs) around about like YouTube or whatever and then we spoke about oh my god like podcasts were more trendy I guess like in the yeah. last couple of years. So then we're like, oh my God, we should start a podcast. And then we kept like talking about it and like just little details here and there. And eventually we're like, okay, we have to do this. And then yeah. we, just, we just started it.
2: I think that the discussion came like two years ago. We were just talking, uh, I think we were at school and we, were, and we had this moment like, oh, we should start a podcast. And then we just kept procrastinating. Pro- oh my God, I can't speak today procrastinating it but like eventually we we're just like no we need to sit down we need to do it and it's working well so far and we're having fun with it
0: yeah so. usually whenever i have guests on um i like to do some rapid fire questions and because you're both here maybe we can get, do a couple together i really am into like zodiac signs things like that like girls same <laughs> we are too what are your zodiac signs
2: so i'm a libra a september oh libra
1: so let's like cl- clarify that <laughs> oh september no october yeah. libra's no nope. <laughs> i'm an aquarius january yeah. aquarius <laughs> we're both air signs <laughs> Yep, yeah, that's why I we know, get
0: like, along so, so well <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah what about you yeah, yeah, what's yours
0: i'm a fire sign i'm an aries
1: Ooh. I'm I don't are know strong, a lot about, uh, yeah. Kathy knows this stuff. I have no idea about yeah. any other signs.
0: Other than L- <laughs> <from> an <aquarium. laughs> you gotta take it with a grain of salt like, you're not you're you can get along with everyone, just because like the signs that you don't get along with someone doesn't mean it's true, right? Yeah,
1: yeah for, no, sure, for, for sure, for sure. It's but so it could be very accurate sometimes, and it's scary. yeah,
0: yeah. The other question I have for you guys is. You know what have you been loving right now so have you been watching any movies on netflix tv shows on any like streaming platforms or any songs or musicians in particular that you really love and you want to shout out to you know for listeners to go check out that they might not be aware of or things that you're just really loving
1: uh well okay in terms of music i'm not 100 percent sure but i was listening to the weekend who i really love so but he's pretty known like he's pretty mainstream mm-hmm. now but shout out to the weekend if you want to go listen. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah he's really good and I I've been watching I just well recently started because the season came back but it's a show called Atypical on Netflix oh yeah and um basically it's about like just like an autistic like adolescent like someone on the spectrum going through life and like his struggles and just like a family show kind of and it's really good I really like it um and the season just started again like the new season so I'm trying not to binge it right away because I have an issue with like watching (laughs) shows like all of it within like the hour that it comes out. But I'm not gonna do that (laughs) it's
2: so fun to binge but it's like then after once you're done you're like oh okay what do I do now
1: (laughs) yeah exactly you don't appreciate it as much yeah
2: for sure on my side I was watching too hot to handle (laughs) we were talking about this yesterday it's so good I also have been watching the bachelorette I'm very into like those type of reality shows so like uh, it's just like it's trash tv but it's good at the same time (laughs) you know like i have a good time watching it (laughs) oh my god i started watching love island too like for the first time the the american one though not the british one i feel like the british one might be better than the american one
0: it's not the same yeah i'm like a love island trash tv like (laughs) Like, it's just like the best like it's it's just so opposite of like real life like yeah yeah.
1: 100 percent i need to get into it i heard about love island there's also this other show called temptation island and Mm. it is the funniest thing they're all like they're all the
2: same shows
0: (laughs) so my last question i want to ask you all is like very i guess specific if if we'd had no restrictions and like we could travel safely where would you guys travel and like why like any destinations that come top of mind that you really want to go to
2: my number one i've been wanting to go here for so long i want to go to greece so bad like that's been the top of my list since i was like a kid i want to go so bad and like honestly anywhere in europe and also like like uh more asia like i want to go to like thailand malaysia
1: Bali like those places too but like Greece is top of my list for me I mean like I want to go everywhere because I'm like oh my god there's like I've been wanting to go to Thailand for a long time but I will say recently it's gonna be Dubai because (laughs) (laughs) because um I have some friends uh, that are international that were international students and um are from Dubai and they keep like saying like oh they want to go work there after they graduate or whatever and I'm like I never thought about them like that and they're just like you know like saying a lot of good things I'm like okay I yeah. need to go to Dubai and feel it out and see how it is. I also just want to add
2: because now that you brought that up it made me think of Singapore. First of all Singapore I did a project on Singapore and I'm obsessed with the movie Crazy Rich Asians so I really want to go to Singapore.
0: <laughs>
1: that was a good movie. And it's beautiful yeah, the country. It's really pretty
0: and if you're gonna be on that side of the world it's like might as well take your time to like yeah a backpack or something like, exactly. down like all the different like yeah countries yeah like that'd are.
2: be so nice
0: greece is totally one of mine as well like it, i think it'd be such a fun girlfriend's trip because mm-hmm. like, you have a bunch of girls like that like, all together you might be like, rent mama, little,
1: mia. like or <laughs> mama mia yeah, For exactly. sure. <laughs> i just think of that because like kathy and some of our other friends love yeah mama i'm obsessed mia. with mama mia <laughs> So it's like I love it. there's always these references and I think of Greece when yeah. When I thought of that when you when you said Greece. Yeah, so those
0: were the rapid fire questions <laughs> I had for you both. And I think you know it allows us to get a little bit of the vibe and, and set the tone for the episode. Yeah. Um, but let's talk about yeah. the society's double standards. So this is kind of like a big title that can mm-hmm. really encapsulate like things. The basis of it is that we're gonna talk about know stereotypes what are some expectations that we have like has, that has been put on us as women and as individuals you know some double standards that we know of in society and also talk about media is like a big one and mm-hmm. like in how impactful it is like in our lives like even growing up to now like and if it has improved at all i got um some found some statements online that we may have heard about or may have not heard about um that really are three statements about some standards that society has set in place, and I want to get our like initial reactions and thoughts on these three statements. So the first one is being sex positive and body positive as women is seen as wrong, as if we are not allowed to enjoy ourselves, that we should not feel confident in ourselves, and that it's seen ne- negatively. So an example of that would be, um, say, you know, there's like mid-sized fashion uh, influencers, plus size fashion influencers who. Are you know making content about uh, being po- self-love, body positivity, and they'll sometimes get backlash, like comments or hate comments saying that, oh, but you're you're fat, you're ugly, you shouldn't feel this way about your body and about your life. Um, and as well, like if you think on the you know sex positive side, that sometimes uh, that, that double standard is still there. Like if we think about that movie, um, I don't know if you remember with like. Anna Ferris and Chris Evans, the What's, mm-hmm. what's Your Number movie. Yeah. And mm-hmm. how, like, she's so concerned about what her number is, yet Chris Evans is, like, the typical, like, fuck boy who has, like, girls coming in and out, and how, like, that's a double standard. Yeah. So what do you guys feel about that? Like, do you think it's true? Um, you know, I, I think it's really hard being body positive, or sometimes we hear about body neutral as well, um, mm-hmm. to try to really reclaim ourselves and confidence and how... That standard is set in society.
2: I think um it's definitely improved, but it's not where it should be because, like you said, people still like post hate comments, and they like, um, especially for dressing the way you want and feeling confident about the way you want. A lot of plus size and mid size fashion bloggers get so much hate from it, and they're like, "Oh yeah, but this would look better if you lost weight." I think mm. it. It's become better because I feel like we as individuals have become more confident and we're starting to love ourselves more because we see other people loving themselves in the same manner. But there there are still people with that mindset that will say like, no, you're not healthy. So you you don't look good. You're not beautiful, stuff like that. And I think on the sex positive side. It has improved also because kind of like that idea of hot girl summer and stuff like that. It's improved. And also on The Bachelor, the current uh, Bachelorette, she's a very sex positive woman. And on the, the contestants are always like, oh, I admire that you're so confident with it, blah, blah, blah. But in reality, most people are going to call you a slut or a whore for thinking that way.
1: I do think that, um, I think it's gotten better, but Mm -hmm. it's not really... It's not really where it should be, like Kathy said, on on the um, body positivity. Positivity. I feel like we see more of that, like TikTok, Instagram. So I guess it's more welcome, but there is still a lot, a lot of like, like hate comments, like Kathy said, and people still think like Mm -hmm. have that old mindset and aren't open-minded enough to to like actually look at this person as a person and um, have them be able to be confident on platforms. But I still think, yeah, there's a lot of like, still like really rude comments and people people talking about clothing on like certain sizes or just like mm. I think it's also like um, it's like unintentional, so it's like subconscious and it's just like embedded in their brains. So sometimes they don't intentionally mean it, but like because of their their old mindset, it just it comes out like they they have to kind of like unlearn what society has taught them. Um, and on the sex positivity side I feel like it's not as progressive as the body positivity I feel like body positivity you see more of it the sex positive for women I think there are still a lot of double standards um, I'm pretty sure a lot of men will like classify a woman as like like Kathy said a slut or a whore if they've like mm-hmm. slept with this many people or if they're having like one night stands or whatever it is so I think I think women are maybe more positive about it from woman to woman than from men to women. But I mean, that's not every man either. Like I'm sure there are people that are, I guess like okay with it or will accept it, but I don't think it's that as open as it should be.
0: There's like a lot of work to do for sure. Like on both sides, I feel like, but also sometimes it's like, maybe it's cultural as well. Like I feel like some cultures, um you know mm. like you're growing up you might, might have been told or it might have been okay that your family members or people around your circles how to tell you about your body or or like oh you look like you gained weight or or you know mm-hmm. like in, in, culturally in some families it might be that way while others might be like oh to, to even make a comment about my body or or you know my sex life or whatever is like totally yeah. like uncalled for
1: i could I relate probably. a bit to like the cultural thing because like i come from like a bengali family so for us it's very like like, if you gain weight or you lose weight, like, someone in your family is going to mention it, be like, oh, you lost a lot of weight, you lost a lot of weight, or, like, you uh, gain weight. And even, like, let's say, like, you're, someone's getting married, like, the bride, like, let's say they're too, like, If they're not like thin enough, like, oh, my God, she's like gained so much weight or or like all of that. And also in Bangladesh, something that they do a lot is like they make your skin really fair, like really light, (laughs) uh, because like they're like bleaching and stuff is a thing. And and that's what they do to the brides. But yeah, so I, I do agree, like it depends on the cultures and things like that as well. For my family too, like uh, I feel like the more uh,
2: family members that have that traditional Italian way of thinking, they'll also make those comments. But like for people that are more Canadianized, they'll know like it's not proper to say those okay. comments to people and not to mention anything. So I think it it depends like how you're raised and how you're developing as a person. Because I know not to say those things to people because I was born here. I grew up with yeah. Canadian and some Italian values but like with growing up in this kind of society I've learned not to make comments about people's
1: weight about people's appearance and stuff like that yeah I just feel like it's unnecessary it's like okay yeah. you're my family like you saw me why do you have to like make yeah. comments about whether I gained or lost weight like it's not relevant to anything so mm-hmm.
0: especially to strangers it's like I'm like who makes pe- like what goes through people's minds like I don't even think about I don't know. I don't have those judgments or like criticisms that pass through my head, so I would never leave like a comment or say something yeah. to someone who I don't really know that about, well, right? Like,
2: yeah, exactly. I think yeah. there's also that factor that they're behind a screen, so they feel
1: like they're entitled because like they're no one really knows them. Yeah. You know. And it, I feel like it's projecting obviously your own insecurities onto others. Like yeah, like like Jess. I don't. I've never left really like. Well, I've never left a hate comment on someone. Mm-hmm. I just don't understand why there would be a need to so i think maybe also it's so easy to do so people just like do it i don't know what their yeah, mindset is that, but i'm sure there's like some insecurities or something also within them and also
0: the, like as you said Abby, like there's a lot of like unlearning to do like with with the expectations that we're given as like as kids to now like sex positive is kind of hard to also accept like you know your sexuality and express your sexuality but also like I don't know in schools for example like I went to a public school all my life we never really had proper sex education either right and the only education we had was about our menstruation it's like Mm -hmm. okay like yeah I'm gonna bleed every month but what else is there
1: we had mentioned this I think at one point I don't know if it was on the podcast but uh, like we're we don't get educated I think like once in elementary school and I missed it because I like my or the first elementary I went to did it in like let's say grade five um, and I left in grade five and then no sorry it did in grade six and I left in grade five and the other elementary did in grade five so like I missed mm. all of the like sex ed classes but I feel like me and Kathy were saying like it should be something that's more implemented like maybe throughout high school as well like regular yeah, classes especially high because, school. you know yeah 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 I don't know if in in like Americans have this more because I feel like they might have like sex ed classes that are integrated in their curriculum but like here in Montreal like I don't know (laughs) there was like one yeah Yeah,
2: there's and it's the fact that we got it in elementary school that like like that's not when we need it we need it in high school when people actually start exploring their sexuality and all that
0: also we have to remember like um like Gen Z I feel like is way like they're living life so much more faster than we had lived our lives like Mm -hmm. maybe like they are like engaging in these type Mm -hmm. of things like with more earlier than maybe that we had been doing it right yeah yeah um but 10 years I seem a little young I think too like in my head
2: yeah but sometimes then you hear about people that like lose their virginity at like 12 or 14 and then you're like okay maybe it is needed but it's the fact that they say it once and then they're like okay we're done with it yeah you know it's yeah when you're that young you don't really know things and then like if you go into high school then you're not getting any more education on it you're not like absorbing any other information like you don't really know what's going to happen.
1: I feel like it is young, but mm-hmm. I, I think it's better for people to speak about it and for them to be educated than not. Yeah. So, like, I mean, if if we're seeing that okay, they're they're like engaging in sexual activity or whatever earlier, then I guess it's appropriate as long as the message that they're sending is, like, I guess, aligns with what they're trying to teach them and not they're not necessarily like encouraging sexual activity at 10, but they're just educating them for one that for when those um, children are ready to, to like have sex.
0: And another thing that just came into mind is um in high school, I remember so we had like an like a combined high school, like it was the only French like first language high school in, in like Ontario. Like one of one of the only ones and um, we were kind of divided. Like there was like a like the Catholic side of the school and there was a public side of the school but it was in the same building. And so I didn't know this girl at all but she was um someone who became pregnant like at at 17 years old and this is like another again double standard that I, that's clear is like you know they everyone started to in a sense like shame or feel pity for her for being pregnant but yet the guy who also attended the same school didn't get any mm-hmm. sort of the same treatment or comments like yeah and that i think still in a way continues today like and that's like so unfair it's like it takes two to make a baby also exactly. like, you know this poor girl like just wanted to complete high school but also she wants She decide to keep the baby and then she was also facing all these like comments and things like that
1: I think exactly and it's and that was like what maybe a, cu- a couple of years ago or like and you still see that today mm-hmm. I feel like it's a lot of the blame is on the, the woman yeah. and not the man or not equally and it's like it just but i but that's what it is it's so hard to unlearn like the those habits and those ideologies that like the media and like movies tv cuz even movies they they always they they present those stereotypes so it's of course like if you're watching them you're going to kind of think that way right so i mean i think like if the media changes and like movies slowly change and hopefully the generations will will kind of let go of those those double standards but it's crazy to see that it does happen very often like yeah. still nowadays and I think a clear double standard that you see
2: especially especially with like sexual activity is like that the women have the birth control but not the men
0: mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. like we have we have all these
2: exactly we have all these different things that can help us to like not get pregnant but And it fucks with our hormones, like it like manipulates our body in different ways. But then the men, they they just like they have to wear a condom and that's it. And then even at that, they're like, Or sometimes they just rely. Yeah. Exactly. Or they'll
1: rely on the 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 girl, like, oh, do you have your pills or are you taking this? But like they don't have to. Like it's yeah, it's just so many. I think it's also about like educating the um the men and the boys when they're younger, because I feel like because of everything that they've been, like they're they're feeding into, like in terms of like the movies and TV shows and maybe friends or whatever, it's like it, it, as a parent, I feel like, or, or just in school, I feel like boys should be educated Mm -hmm. like even more because I mean women were put into boxes and stereotyped. I mean women can be educated about like what their rights are and like what's wrong, what's right, and like no, you're not the stereotype, and you don't like this isn't a box, and like everyone's different. But I feel like the a lot of the times I feel like the guys don't get like the education about how you know like how they're supposed to act and like double standards in general and Mm -hmm. stereotypes. So. i I think we need
2: cross education too though because the men don't understand like the men the way i said that (laughs) men don't understand like what really happens for a woman's body because they just like Mm. they even if they get educated on it when they're young they're not going to absorb that because it's not about themselves yeah but i think we need continuous education about both genders genders to understand each other
0: also to like stop letting them off the hook like you ever been in school or in a situation where they're like oh boys will be boys or men will be yeah like no yeah Yeah. (laughs) it's It's not not acceptable anymore yeah
2: 2021
0: um so let's jump into the other statement Um, the next one is wearing makeup is a way to align with beauty standards it's not to to be worn because you enjoy putting it on
2: disagree <laughs> disagree <laughs> disagree <laughs> Duh. so I am a makeup artist actually so this is really triggering because the thing is a lot of men say like remember that whole thing where it's like oh you, you have to take a woman on a first date to, to the pool or to the ocean so they can rinse off all the makeup and you can see what they actually look like first of all so first much. of all makeup <laughs> is a way of just enhancing beauty and it's about making you feel confident it's not for anyone else okay and yes makeup you can manipulate your face you can like contour you can like you'll look better if you like want to look better you know what I mean like
1: certain techniques yeah you you, you can
2: you can carve your face you can do things that your face is going to change and like yes it might not make you look like how you look without makeup obviously but it's not because I'm doing it for you I'm doing it for me because I look good
1: and I feel confident like this. I hate that. I used to see that on Twitter and stuff. And like the, like uh, men are so misogynistic. It's yeah. crazy. But um, like you see on Twitter, like them being like, haha, like she's a catfish. Like, yeah, take her to the pool to make sure like what she actually looks like, like compared to her pictures. Like, but it's just like, yeah, men really think that makeup is for them and for their pleasure and their like satisfaction but like bitch (laughs) Mm -mm. because it's it's, it it really depends like kathy said how you want to use your makeup but that's up to you at the end of the day it's nobody else's choice but i mean it's there to enhance your natural features like it's you know what you mean and it, exactly. it could be a self-care thing as well something to make you feel more confident and like i don't understand why men can't mind their business like if you don't like it then okay bye like yeah. the door is there exactly go, yeah. go talk and to if- someone you're more suited for like exactly. i don't know what else to say like you don't have to put the blame like if i want to put makeup you're not going to change that at the end of the day
2: Mm-hmm
0: similarly like it's as if we it's like even what we choose to dress ourselves in every day right it's it's a choice like and it's just like makeup if you choose to wear makeup it's your choice it's because you enjoy it and it would be the reverse if we were to tell guys oh like you're you're dressing because like for us or you're you're putting on certain things for us like that's not true obviously and kind of ironically like Historically, like men used to wear, like I don't know, in the Renaissance or something, like makeup and heels Mm -hmm. and things like that. Things that now they're like, oh, you're wearing heels because you want to impress me, or you're you're dressing up because of this or that.
2: Like, let's put that out there that we don't do anything for you. Exactly, (laughs) we do it for ourselves. You are
1: useless. Yeah,
2: we do it for ourselves, and makeup is a form of of expression, also. So, even if you're not doing it just because you want to carve out your face, like you just. I like doing creative makeup looks with like uh, different colors, stuff
1: like that, or even drag makeup. That's a form of expression too. Yeah. This comes into play with like gender norms because um, I feel like makeup has always been seen for women, like mostly. And now you're seeing like more men like put on makeup and it'd be more inclusive, I guess. Um, But I feel like if it was, if it was open, more open to both genders, then like men could wear makeup if they want. I'm sure they'd love it. And like, they'd look good too. And they would wear it and we wouldn't be like, oh, you're wearing it for us. And like, let's say people are in photo shoots or like filming men wear makeup, they'll wear some like foundation or like whatever concealer just to, you know, make it more flawless, I guess. But yeah
2: there's brands that are coming out which they're feeding into the double standard here they're coming out with male makeup uh like why can't they just use why is why is makeup why does it have to be like catered to a gender and it's kind of like uh patrick i was about to say wait what's his name patrick Patrick. star oh my god (laughs) i was gonna say patrick (laughs) patrick star came out with his own beauty brand and he named it like a one-size-fits-all yeah. because like makeup doesn't cater to anyone in particular makeup is just like I said a form of expression so these brands that are coming out with makeup for men or like even skincare for men like why how yeah, is that how crazy. is how
1: is skincare oh, have or makeup family. being have all have... exactly it's just based on your skin type but not your gender so why exactly. does there have to be like it's crazy i
2: think it's they try to like attract it with like packaging they make men's packaging more like darker more sleek more minimal because like everything else is so bright girl girly like stuff like that but it's like if the product is good the product is good
1: it's good yeah just have like a a a package that's i guess gender neutral i don't know yeah but also, like, that's funny because I remember, I don't know if it was on the Ellen show or, like, I studied this in my marketing class, but I remember she was talking about how, uh you know, like, the BIC, like, B-I-C, like, I think mm-hmm. they make, like, razors and pencils. And yeah. they had, like, pencils for women and yeah. pencils for men. But just the colors were different. Mm-hmm. But it's
2: like, what? They used to also, uh, razors, they used to charge more for women's razors Women. so like yeah. i've i've always always used men's razors because of that because i'm like i'm not spending more just because it's more. pink
1: yeah like- exactly no for sure it's crazy and like you don't think about these things because they're so subtly embedded Mm -hmm. into society and like society plays along with it so you don't question it necessarily and then when someone mentions it or you think about it you're like yeah "Uh especially for pricing of
2: razors like if you're going to get a women's razor you're not going to start comparing with the men's razors so they know you're not going to do that so they're like oh if i charge more they won't notice
0: yeah and then a lot of things are marketed like very gender biases like towards different things like even Mm -hmm. if you think about maybe like the toys we grew up with, the colors that were introduced like to us or things that are introduced to us because it's in a box, right? A box of like, this is what you should like as a woman or as a little girl. And then now yeah. it's, like, it's kind of evolving, right? Like and changing, I think also like for yeah. men, it's like they themselves, they have to unlearn, you know, like some of the um, like biases they might receive or they have maybe this fear that like, if they start using these products that they'll be they'll get comments from their friends or something like that mm. right? we, I, we don't really know their perspective exactly I also want to get into our personal experiences um, as well as how the media has changed because i do think there are innovators now or people that are trying to make a change in uh, you know representation of, of individuality um, as well as you know shape reshaping what are what standards were and also what people might have expected of of us as women Taylor Swift like that song the man where she really like basically goes into the fields of how we've all kind of had those experiences as women with the double standards of how men could be you know high earners how maybe Mm -hmm. we're seen as bitches if we speak our minds Mm -hmm. Uh, like that song really encompasses things Um, and also for example WAP I kind of love that song because it really is like a clap back especially yeah. in the hip-hop world like where hip-hop like it's like okay to like dehumanize women in songs or to make them feel like that they're objects and demean them and mm-hmm. like WAP is such a clap back it's saying like hey we can also like reclaim our power and things yeah. like that too yeah, yeah. It's such a, a powerful song um, but if we go back to like you know what we grew up with like it's so it's so different there's still like a lot of work to do mm-hmm. but um you know if you guys remember like the chick flicks we might have grown up on like um um the typical like cliches of what the popular girl who she was usually it was like a white blonde girl mm-hmm.
1: yeah
0: i know and it how it's you know we're starting to uh, be a bit better on representing individuals and, and people um But um, from your own personal experiences, have there been any stereotypes or um, perceptions about you that people were totally wrong about um, or that you wish you would have seen growing up like more represented in the media around you?
2: I think it's funny that you say the rich blonde white girl because okay yes I'm a white person but as a kid I was always like obsessed with every blonde main character even like my brat dolls yeah. and my barbies I would always like be like oh the blonde one is my favorite blah 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 yeah. stuff like that I would always like even as a kid I was always saying like I want to be blonde I want to be this and it's just because it was being pushed down our throats that yeah. white blonde women are the ideal and mm-hmm. I think like Uh, We're starting to see some representation, but like they're still like Americanizing it, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. I think, uh, like Afi, you can touch upon that, but it's like, Mm they're showing different cultures, but they're showing it in like the most
1: stereotypical way. You know, a lot of the movies that I grew up on, I wasn't necessarily represented, but like at that point in time, I didn't think of it like that. I just mm-hmm. thought of it like, oh, I'm watching a movie, but like later in life, it impacts you, right? Um, but I I do, I didn't, I, I did feel growing up and still do that you know there isn't really like someone like me necessarily like I see a lot of like I was just thinking about this the other day because I I'm I'm a Muslim Bengali so I see a lot of like uh, I see more like Indian characters and things like that but I've never seen like obviously it's it's very specific like a Bengali like but I still relate to like the Indian culture because it's very similar So I have seen more like brown uh, women Mm -hmm. or just brown people like in TV shows like, you know, Mindy Kaling. And then she had she created a show called Never Have I Ever. So like I could relate to those a little bit more, but not as much. So growing up, I like thinking back to it, I didn't have like something i could necessarily relate to that i could compare myself be like oh they're going through the same struggles as me yeah. which makes sense because it comes from that similar culture i always had to like find the answers on my own because i wasn't like the norm necessarily so i think that's kind of difficult like not seeing you as a person or yourself in characters on tv yeah. um and like kathy had mentioned like we were talking about this yesterday as well but A lot of times like those a lot of shows like now I guess have like some Muslim representation, but it will always be like kind of negative or more putting putting like shining negative light on that religion. And there is like a lot of Islamophobia Mm -hmm. in general so I guess like the way the media portrays it and things like have impacted a lot but like I know there were some shows where like a lot of the times it'll be like a Muslim girl and she's wearing like the hijab and at the end of the show she like takes it off for a guy or something like that we were talking about sex in the
2: city the second one the movie oh
1: yeah exactly we were also talking about sex in the city how like I I don't remember which country they were in it was
2: uh I can't remember if it was dubai or saudi arabia
1: it might have been dubai. saudi i i don't i, I don't it was remember. saudi arabia yeah it could be there like in a muslim populated country and then there are these like local muslim women who i guess were wearing like the burqa which is like the full mm-hmm. um like cover-up and i guess towards the end they like took it off and underneath they were had like a lot of like american designers or like high-end like fashion something like that so yeah. i don't trying know to I be like, like
2: oh we're just like we're just like you we-
1: yeah, like we love America, you know, and they, they really make see- it seem like America's like, oh, like this the amazing place. And yeah. Like, the, yeah, like Yeah, like the ideal and everyone wants to go there and like it's the best place to be. And, and they kind of put like themselves, like the Western in favor, obviously, like they're like they they make it in terms of like they're the best. And like people, they favor themselves basically by like it's almost like brainwashing other people. Let's say you're not from America and you're like watching this, you're like, oh okay yeah cool like I want to be American Mm -hmm. too or something like that yeah but yeah a lot of the times like a lot of the Muslim characters they always like turn more western for some reason like they don't actually like go through their beliefs so I feel like that's a misrepresentation because it kind of puts like the religion in a negative light and Mm -hmm. and like that like mm, I don't know it's always like the western over the other so it's just like strange (laughs) like it's not the best
0: I also think it's more like, you know, growing up, where, you know, also the the mainstream media, which usually in the States, like they, they produced a lot of stuff, right? It's everything is mainly that we, that we might've seen if we grew up in Canada, like yeah. uh, is like American movies and things. So, and they've already selected, like, it's like, as if they pre, they already chose for themselves, like one, one standard of beauty or one standard of mm-hmm. what a woman should be. And they just glorified it and kept doing it like on and on. Right. You yeah. never got like, a chance to see other types of body types or or like religions races etc yeah. yeah. until I like, think now like there's there, there's people like I love like Mindy as well um how like she's more like
1: yeah, I'm obsessed like, with her yeah. I read like, both her books know, and stuff like pushing <laughs> yeah. like, the boundaries
0: and like producers yeah. um, like t- trying to you know expose us to different ideas or like be more open-minded right
1: mm-hmm. yeah
0: and I think there's some shows that do really, you know, like, I guess, as you said, Afi, like, atypical is, like, a good way of also talking about something that maybe not a lot of us have experiences with or mm-hmm. just to shine a light on, like, some other experiences that other people might have to face during their lives that we might exactly. not have to. I still enjoy those movies, like, the cliche movies, like, say, like, the romantic, like, chick flick yeah. movies. Yeah.
2: Like,
0: I don't know. It's like, I feel like I don't I don't want to like them, but I do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I yeah, I know. Feel that
1: it's uh, yeah it's it's hard i i get what you're saying it's like you don't want to like them because they don't necessarily like they kind of generalize and yeah. stereotype mm-hmm. genders but but like uh, i feel
2: like now especially when we watch tech like, though so, like i we make comments or like no don't choose him he did this like now we're yeah. starting to realize like yeah. things that are wrong like i was telling afi about um to all the boys i've loved before in the Mm -hmm. second movie like her the main guy he was treating her so badly and she was like spending more time with this other guy and i'm like choose the other guy choose him but they ended up choosing the first guy you know because like obviously that's how the movie was written that's how like stories go but
1: I think like we still enjoy them, but we're starting to realize like what's wrong with them. Now that we rewatch them when we're older and we we like have a different perspective, I think we reevaluate and we'll like we'll we'll change a bit of our mindset and be like, oh no, why did you do that? Like that's trash or like no, don't do that. Yeah. So or it was
2: the same. Sorry, I cut you off, but no, I, no, just, okay I just I just had a thought in uh, Twilight, <laughs> I was always Team Jacob. <laughs> I'm like oh he's hotter blah 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 like as a kid I was like team Jacob team Jacob I rewatched the movies now and I'm like Jacob treated her like shit yeah. <laughs> like pushed her boundaries, basically harassed her because like he was just like saying like no you need to choose me you need to choose me like because of this he's a he's a vampire blah 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 like all that shit so There's now my perspective toxic. is like
1: no she's
2: good with Edward you know yeah. like yeah
1: I think it's also because like at that age we weren't necessarily educated on those like stereotypes mm-hmm. or like gender like we weren't learning about it as much as we are now and like I guess it also has to do with age like coming into like you know the workforce or experiencing different things we realize like oh this is very present I feel like it's very a lot of like toxic relationships especially in movies I like romanticize yeah so, like oh, people yeah. yeah it's so like so many the things enemies to lovers talking, <laughs> yeah it's like romanticized and we kind of I'm like ah it's cool. like we yeah. get a little a lot of it but then in reality that's very wrong and like it won't it doesn't work like that and are there like any like brands that stick out to you that you feel like are doing
0: good things like and trying to be more inclusive like things at the top of mind that I can think of are like you know Fenty Savage Savage and the Fenty Beauty as well mm-hmm. like Rana always shows in like her marketing campaigns like different body types skin tones and even men yeah um, and um you know transgendered um people as well so is there Mm -hmm. any other brands you think that like you we should be advocating for or like you know supporting
2: um i actually saw yesterday that pretty little thing had a fashion show and they were showing like a bunch of different women's body Mm -hmm. types like they kind of i think they followed into fenty um like savage x fenty's footsteps because they were showing like even pregnant women bigger curvier women stuff like that for their swim collection so i think like um i think Rihanna set the blueprint you know yeah. what I mean and people are finally starting to follow that and be like okay no, that makes sense but they're still like especially in the makeup world there's still a lot of things that need to change because like even shade ranges like yeah people are starting to expand their shade ranges but like sometimes new collections come out like Jacqueline Hill she um, I think I don't know if it's bronzers or something but she came out with a new collection for her cosmetics line and they are not inclusive whatsoever and people are like okay like this is 2021 we've seen rihanna do it like four years ago how come you're not being inclusive anymore so i think it's just um again it's like a slow change but it's too
1: slow i think it's because they they're not being that inclusive so i i can't think of anything but mm-hmm. honestly fenty i feel like fenty has done more than other brands because gender like inclusivity and body inclusivity and like just like um people like you said um oh transgender people so they like she has encompassed more diversity than any other brand that i've yeah. personally seen like i can't really think of anything else i think a lot of people focus on like women and like and body positivity amongst women is way more common amongst uh your wow. body compared to sorry body positivity for men mm-hmm. so it's like always like mm-hmm. I feel like it's such a term that's also um specific to a gender which is like strange because I'm sure yeah. like there are like men too who probably feel excluded from like the beauty standard mm-hmm. um but yeah I always I, I think a lot of brands are hopping on like the body positivity like marketing tactic like obviously like they want people to buy their stuff and they want their business to be better so they're gonna go with what's like right um yeah. but yes yeah, so I see a lot of like the body positivity and like I guess curvier women and like mm-hmm. different sized women but not as much gender um and yeah I think that's something we really have to like work on
2: I've also seen some brands that like um on their website when they're shopping uh, they'll show different models based on the size that you choose Mm-hmm. so they'll show like so it like kind of looks like you and you can see what it'll look like on you so I think that's yeah. very progressive and that's like yeah. something that everyone should have
1: yeah because it's not going to look the same on every body type
0: especially with with retail what I think the main reason they'll tell you like why they don't on their website feature different models like for, for one product is because the cost
2: Mm-hmm. because
0: it costs them way more to get samples like and do that photo shoot and get so get like higher models um get the samples of the clothing and then shoot them in order that from wherever they got it, it could be from yeah. china malaysia it's always yeah. somewhere abroad and they'll say oh it's not cost effective so that's why we don't want to represent you know on our website like different mm-hmm. body types i don't know if it costs more to make or whatever but it always seems like money is like the issue of why yeah they're not yeah we gotta watch out for the brands also. They kind of hop on the, the trend, like they, they might think it's trendy or like like for body positivity. So they're not actually like inclusive at all or they don't have those values. They're just doing it because they we want, you know, to market towards new customers and people. Yeah. They're not really yeah, for the yeah. cause, they just want the money, right? Like yeah. They yeah. Want the consumer to purchase, right? Yeah. yeah.
2: And you see that in brands that like charge more for larger sizes. Oh, yeah. Especially like like Lululemon I think does that or like a lot of brands do that and it's like okay you can argue that it requires more material but if you're trying to be inclusive why are you charging more
1: yeah exactly I mean I could be bigger and still still in the same financial situation as someone else maybe I can't afford to pay like five dollars more for for a pair of jeans or something but like and it's not even five dollars it's like 20 oh my god Like they, yeah that's where you can like differentiate the businesses that are just there for the business and their intentions and people that actually care and their products are made with like passion and like have a purpose. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's like a lot of people play into like that cause marketing because like once they hop on the trend and like they have a cause, like a good cause, that's how they make their money and like that's how like yeah. social issue, like that's how companies hop on like social issues, but really it's like just like a marketing tactic. And like obviously mm-hmm. I feel like now companies have more of that pressure to make like statements and take stances rather than be neutral so they kind of have that pressure of like speaking up but they don't actually fall through through their actions so yeah
2: and I also saw uh, a TikTok of this girl who was plus size she was seeing a story time of her trying to buy something at Aritzia and Aritzia is terrible with bigger Mm -hmm. sizes and she she had a top in hand. She was gonna pay for it, and the cashier was like, um, I, "Honestly, I don't think that's that's gonna be your size. I'm wearing a medium, and I'm like, or I'm wearing a large, and this is like, I'm this is how I look, blah blah blah." And she's like, "I'm a paying customer. I just want to buy this top. Like, it fits me. Like, no who asked up. you?" That's and the way, then
0: that's the thing you at least want to hear during like a purchase. Like, exactly, oh, you can buy this because X Y Z. It's like exactly. Okay. And she and ended clearly- up
2: she ended up taking. The top from her and going to put it back in the rack, so it's like you're going to be that extreme that you won't even make a sale because you don't think that someone that's bigger should buy should buy your clothes.
1: That's like whoa, like because at the end of the day, like mind. that person, yeah, like that client was already confident. She did not ask for your opinion. She did not ask you any questions. Yeah. Like she just wanted to buy it. But in like
2: just, you lost commission just because of your but hate that towards means- bigger people
0: and i think another thing is like any product that's geared towards men has purposeful there's always you know like i don't know the simple example of like they always have pockets and everything mm-hmm. like and we and then everything made for women that just is not purposeful it's just like mm-hmm. they just want to make money or, it's like a,
1: it's like appearance yeah. more aesthetic than like actual yeah
0: Mm-hmm. And how, like, that's kind of lacking. And it's like, so now that they're starting to think, okay, like, what, how can we make a product better, more purposeful for women and not just like produce something quickly, like and that, just put it to market and see what happens, right? Yeah. But uh, yeah, we need more functionality, but also more, yeah, and more sizing. And, you know, I think also what people are doing, like, more gender fluid collections too. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you, if you want to wear a crop top as a man, do it. If you want yeah. to wear, I don't know, uh, like i don't know a pantsuit as a woman go for it like there's yeah no fluidity with that i
1: think too exactly mm-hmm. and like this is random but like for example like uh i work at a shoe store and i look at like the men's side and the women's side and like the colors i always say like why are the colors and the men's so much nicer yeah. and the women's like women's it's like everything just has like a splash of pink on it mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like why did you need to or like it's super like where there's like gold or silver but it's just so different yeah. and I don't know it's especially crazy. for sneakers like a lot I, of the times the women complain mm-hmm. exactly like a lot of people complain they'll be like why are the colors for men so much nicer for well like, i don't know it's just they should just have like shoes and no yeah. women men situation here again we
0: all have like some bodies we all have feet <laughs> yeah literally <laughs> like feet. just make them
1: bigger and don't charge us more for it <laughs> exactly no no it's crazy
0: especially me growing up like I, I have I have size 11 wide feet mm. and, and I, I kind of was a tomboy like when I was younger but any and I'm also tall so but anything I had was men's size like my yeah. bike was was men's, so it was like a gray bike it didn't I didn't if I wanted a purple bike I couldn't have one because it didn't fit like my size mm-hmm. yeah it was like I had to stick with like men's shoes which were like runners or something like yeah was, like, I wanted to go flats I couldn't really find it and if I did like the price would be like so high or so it expensive, had to be shipped, like from the U.S. or something. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Why can't you
1: make purple bikes for women? To, uh, for for men, men too. Like, what's the issue? That's it's thing, just yeah. purple. It's not has no assigned gender to it. Yeah. Anyways,
2: and there's also I find a thing about um, curvier women being overly sexualized, and like anything yeah. they wear. Like, if I want to wear something that's like, like basically anything that thin women wear. If I want to wear that, and because like I have bigger boobs or like curvier hips, bigger legs, blah blah blah, it looks like either smaller on me or just like my curves show more. And then like people make comments about it because they're like, "Oh, you're doing like it's a lot, like cover up stuff like that."
1: Yes, I it's that's one of my insecurities as well because like I do have like a bigger like chest. So whenever I want to wear something, and if let's say it's tighter or just like a tank top, it just I know people are going to think of me a certain way but I know it's not my fault like my body's my body like this is the way that I am and I just want to be able to wear whatever everyone else is wearing but it's like it's especially women with like either like you know curvy or like bigger butt bigger breasts like anything like that it's like oh you're you're like asking for it or like Mm -hmm. you're you're doing it on purpose you know it always sounds like it's overdone or you're just like doing too much but i'm like no it's just yeah this is my body like I don't yeah
2: know. It's, that's what especially like if you want to wear a mini skirt like sometimes i run shorter because mm-hmm. if you have a bigger ass it's gonna like bring it up or like wider yeah. legs stuff like that but if a thinner person was wearing the same skirt you wouldn't make these comments
0: in like high school like we had like a, a dress code and the guys like never wore belts so their boxers and their whole asses like were hanging out and they've never got detention or anything like that but for girls it was such a big deal to have Mm -hmm. like the skinny straps or back then like like the shorts that we wanted to wear were like just normal shorts but they wanted us to wear like shorts that were like up to your knees basically or skirts yeah so we would get detention like numerous times or you would get kicked out of your classroom because you're of what you're wearing when the boys would have literally like everything popping out Mm -hmm. and they would never get into trouble and that was so infuriating how we even came up with like at one point we just had enough like uh, like in, in my class and we're just we just really told them and like sat down with the principal of the school to say like this is not right like why are you discriminating against us like because we wear a, a little skinny strap like that's not going to turn this 12 year old boy on and Literally. like
1: you know who cares? I don't understand
2: the shoulders thing like yeah, why can't you shoulder so your shoulders it makes no sense
1: Mm -hmm. but it's like if it does turn him on that's his problem like it's yeah that's not
2: your problem exactly that's why is he
1: showing yeah what if his legs turn me on like why is he wearing shorts like you know (laughs) what I mean it's like why Mm -hmm. are you no but it's like why uh, imply these standards on women and not men like what is it just it treats you from it it sorry it teaches you from a young age that okay like you're you have to please the man almost and like do basically what like you have to control yourself so Mm -hmm. that that person doesn't like get out of control or whatever you know so even like with skirts I remember at our high school too it's like the skirts with girls oh it's a huge thing like oh it's too short it's too this it's too like oh my god yeah it's like we
2: have to cover up our bodies just because like the boys will like
1: get excited like and like teaching teaching young women that especially in high school when you're like being shaped and stuff is so not okay because i'm sure i'm sure that's why we think the way we do as well as women because we're also like taught that so Mm -hmm. it's like having like sex ed class is not enough you need to apply those theories in real life as well and like from d- day-to-day activities you like can't you can't just have a sex ed class and be like oh we're equal and like that's it you've got to yeah you know practice what you preach
0: and like we're not responsible for like their behavior or anyone's exactly. behavior regardless right like just because what we what we decide to wear shouldn't dictate and how you you know behave and like it's, yeah we're not responsible for their actions basically
1: mm-hmm. exactly. exactly you know, it's crazy
0: so what are ways now to to you know wrap everything up um what are ways that we could be you know more open-minded or inclusive or to try to like beat down or stop like those double standards i think i think we've already talked about like trying to unlearn things because i'm sure there's still things that we grew up with or beliefs that we have that we need to like try to Mm -hmm. say okay like this is something that i shouldn't be thinking anymore or like you know adjust our behaviors and also like educate ourselves um what are some others i think also supporting brands as well that we yeah. feel like are doing good work behind it yeah. or even yeah. like musicians as well like let you know just get, shouting out these people that we think are empowering i think is really important
1: mm-hmm. yeah yeah i would say like i guess what we were talking about as well but like questioning things so like what what is standard i feel like sometimes we just take it as it is because that's what we learn but like i guess questioning things and like actually thinking about whether it's you know the the mindset that people have or like what that person is saying is correct or not and i would say also um like speaking up like if you hear something at work or like your coworkers saying something very disrespectful about women or just like say something like if you feel uncomfortable mm-hmm. then you have the right to say something like a lot of times I'll get into discussions at work with like my other guy coworkers, and they say just stupid as shit and I'm just like what and I think also um, not fitting into the stereotype kind of like I'm pretty loud and I know women are, are supposed to be quiet so I think like just be you like if, if you're not someone that's quiet then don't be quiet just because you know like women are supposed to you know tone down and be like this perfect smiling little person um and yeah just like questioning things I think and like having having discussions amongst like your friends or whoever um and also like you said like supporting supporting those brands that you d- really do feel like are like um challenging those stereotypes and things like that
2: I was gonna say also like calling people out so the same thing like just Mm -hmm. if you see something say something and also I think we all need to be more open-minded and welcome when people like challenge you on certain things especially topics like that because like most of us are uneducated about it so if someone's questioning something that you're doing like listen and try to actively understand where they're coming from and yeah just like educating yourself in general just being open-minded to learning about it and wanting to be better about it
0: so i think those are like wonderful like points and ways like that we you know i think to stay open-minded to question things to stay curious about things to stand up when we feel like something is you know being biased or like a standard or expectations thank you so much afi and kat for being here thank you this was super fun where can people um, go and listen to wild thoughts podcast and where can they find you
1: yes of course so you could pretty much find us on any platform so we're on spotify we're on apple podcast uh google Podcasts, uh youtube as well um i think that's it for listening to the podcast you could find us on Instagram, so our handle is Wild Thoughts Pod, and we're also on TikTok as well. But if you do go on an Instagram, and let's say you're using a different plat- platform than the ones I mentioned, we do have like our link tree and like mm-hmm. all our our links there. Um, and yeah, you could keep up with us there. We post every day, and we have a lot of on TikTok to A lot of content coming. So if you want to listen, um, definitely follow us there.
0: Well, thank you so much again for joining me, and thanks again to listeners for listening to Daydreams and Tea. Again, you can always connect with Daydreams and Tea podcast and know what's coming up on Instagram at Daydreams and Tea Pod. Thanks again. Um, I really hope we get to talk again in the future and maybe you know do yes. another like episode. It'd be so fun. So again, thanks a lot, and uh, have a good one, everyone.